Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Let's Feast Food for Thought podcast. I am yours truly, Mr. Paul Jahogany, and guess what? I got some more food for you. Welcome back to the table. Let's feast. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for coming back with me again um, on yet another episode of the Let's Feast Food for Thought podcast. We are 36. Ep- this is the 36th episode that I've recorded. I'm almost I'm approaching my one year anniversary on September 15th of next month. And um, I just want to send a special thank you out to everybody who supports my podcast. I know it's not um, one of the more notable podcasts out there from your favorite celebrities or people that you may know more of, but the consistent fans that keep coming back to press play on this podcast, whether it's a few or whether it's a lot, just know that it hits a special, special place with me. And I really, really appreciate you guys for it. I'm almost at a thousand plays on my podcast in the year. Holla if you heard me say what? That's right. You heard me correctly. I'm almost on a thousand plays. And I'm so, so appreciative because I know that there's a lot of individuals that don't reach that milestone. And if they have, it just means something, something. It just means something special to me because uh, this is something that I've never, never in a million years thought that I'll be able, a milestone I'll never be able thought I ever be able to obtain and it's because of people like you and it started like a year ago with a vision in my head I was getting it from people in my messages on my TikTok um, page and on my Instagram DM they was telling me that I should start a podcast because of my motivational videos and and they, they just think that I'm quite informative I have a lot of knowledge and they think that um, one minute videos don't do them justice so it was quite a demand for you guys that I even started this podcast because uh, here's, here's a um, cat out the bag real quick I actually started a podcast a long time ago. You know, I, I like I was recording like me talking to myself like a long time ago, like things that really bothered me about the world. I would do like self memoirs to myself, but I wouldn't send them to anybody. They're just like a way that I heal myself. You know, like uh, it's kind of hard, difficult to explain to a lot of people because people look at you crazy. So um, what I would do was. I would um, put some headphones inside my um, my cell phone or whatever, and I would talk to myself, and I would walk around or whatever, and I would just say things that I'm bothered by or whatever, and nobody would ever bother me and say that um, uh, say are you talking to yourself because they see the headphones in my ear, so they would never think twice that I'm actually talking to myself, um, because they would think that I'm talking to somebody on the phone, and um, that's a way that I actually got away with it, um, because I used to I actually before when I actually first started, I was doing it like talking to myself, and, but and, and the more the more detailed I started to get with things that I wanted to, the answers that I wanted to have, um, the more people started to look at me crazy. So I said, man, I got to disguise this in some kind of way. <laughs> I got to disguise this. I don't want people to think I'm crazy. So uh, when I, I just went and got me some headphones and started using my voice memos on my phone and I started recording uh, anything that bothered me to myself. Like this, the, the voice memos have become my new journal like, because I used to, as you, if you know me personally, you already know that I'm a poet and I used to carry journals around with me everywhere so um but nowadays i don't have to carry my journal around with me everywhere and when i do write in it it's 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 something that's very very special because i'm still like a book nerd too so i still like i still like savor a lot of things that i grew up um loving so i still have my journals around the house and everything and i i have one in my car and everything too but my phone is very very um convenient for me to use especially when it comes to quick thoughts and sometimes the pen to the paper it takes too long before you lose a thought and all my true poets and all my true people who write for a living and stuff like that who 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 savor their thoughts or whatever they get they understand exactly where i'm coming from so guys like um but but yeah not to get too far off topic um my one year anniversary is is quickly quickly approaching and i just want to take this time to say thank you to everybody who supports my podcast I really appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. Not to get too sentimental with you guys, but this is a milestone that I never thought I'd be able to reach. And you heard that a lot last week on last week's podcast, me saying this too. But I wanted to dive a little bit more deeper into it because it was like at the end of my podcast episode. So I wanted this to be the the way that I started this week's episode with paying, with saying thank you to you guys because without you guys, this podcast wouldn't even be... It would be available, but it wouldn't be available on a public platform. You guys have made me 
uh, find the research to on how I can start my own podcast because you guys will send my ear constantly about it. And it's something that I always wanted to do. I just didn't know that people uh, had a demand for it. But once I started putting my TikToks up and my motivational videos started to get create a little get a little steam, I started going a little. I don't went TikTok viral a few times over, and um, you guys were always in my inbox saying, "Man, you need a podcast. You need to go live more." So it's because of you that I have it on a public platform that you were actually able to. So because it has to be a demand for it, I didn't want to just put it out there. But at the same time, um, now that I know I have a demand for it, I also put it out for to heal myself so that's why i'm very very strategic with some of the words that i say and something how strategic i am with um uh, with 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 the message that i'm putting out there to the people and stuff like that even with my serious jokes like like i might say none of my serious jokes is, is meant to offend anybody or anything like that but but um, I just, it's just only intended to make people laugh and stuff like that and think about it in a serious way. But it's but the true intent is to make you laugh. So none of my messages is ever put out there to offend anybody and make anybody feel bad. I know people are going to believe what they want to believe, but I can't be in the bubble or anything like that of creativity. I'm scared, scared for things to get out there because I'm afraid to be judged by it. But I just got to put the creativity out there and let it have a um, build a life of its own. So thank you guys for that. But anyways... <clears throat> Um, with, the, with, with, with what I, I also I want to kind of um, segue a little bit into all the things that I've been working on just, just this past week alone. I kind of want to segue into that. So, guys, if you guys would just um, man, listen, I just did a, a, a skit. I just did a skit um, yesterday, actually. It's called Who's Cheryl. It's available on my YouTube, my Facebook, and my IGTV on my Instagram. I even upload all the segments because it wasn't that long. I, I usually don't upload all uh, my mini movies or sketch videos on my TikTok because TikTok gives me a one-minute cap, and I can't extend past one minute. So I got to keep all my creativity bubbled inside of a minute. So uh, usually I don't put all my content, like all my segments on TikTok because of the one minute little thing ban or whatever but this time i wanted people to actually see this project um uh, that i worked on with my son it's called who's cheryl's um yeah it's, it's it's some it's some old school 2000s references the things that we grew up doing and stuff like that i want to kind of introduce that to my son as well so um go check that out on all the um all my platforms my ed paul jahogany on all the platforms and i also have uh, a skit a comedy sketch called the neighborhood barber i did that one with my son as well last week and um and that that one right there was like growing up in poverty and everything like that like when you didn't when you didn't have enough money um to go out there and um, go to the barbershop on a consistent basis have like 12 13 dollars to get a nice decent haircut um there was people in the hood in the neighborhood shall i say that um that had learned how to cut because they couldn't afford it so i say you know what that'd be a great idea for me to make a a, a comedy sketch um kind of the same way so um I, I used that idea um and I and I made a video out of it. It's called the neighborhood the neighborhood barber. I'm sorry, getting a little tongue tied. It's called the neighborhood barber. And um you can check that out on all my platforms as well. I also have a, I have a, quite a few things that I've actually been in the works on and I'm just actually getting telling it to you guys. I also um have a video called Glimpse that I was in association with um, Harold Washington Films. He's a great friend of mine. He, um, he actually helping my vision come to life as well as far as content and everything. He just wrapped up a little short little video that we did um, by, about three weeks ago. It's called Glimpse. And it's actually, that's the preview to a, a mini movie that I have coming out early next year. Not Silhouette Shadows, but it's um it's an early another um mini movie that I got coming out called 90s Nostalgia, Journey of a Poet. So um uh, if you take if you go on my, all my social media platforms and you check that out as well, um I think you guys will be really, really pleased on what's about to come. So um thank you to Harold Washington man for helping my vision come to life when it came to that. And um uh, look for that early 2020, 2021. And also, since I mentioned Silhouette Shadows, Silhouette Shadows is actually my next mini movie it's a mini movie but it's my my actual next movie that i'm that i'm coming out with it's a valentine's day poetic movie that i want to come out with it's going to be coming out on um february 7 2021 i mean 2021 and uh i really i really i always growing up i always wanted to create my own valentine's day movie for some reason i don't know why i just wanted to i just i just wanted to create my own valentine's day movie like every year around valentine's day i see women getting all dolled up and i see them getting all cute and stuff getting flowers and bouquets 
ways and everything like that and they and men doing things they wouldn't normally do maybe they're reprimanding a relationship maybe they just want to tell that woman how much more they love them or whatever like that and so they won't forget but i wanted to create my own my own little mini movie my own little sequence uh around valentine's day and i told myself i wanted to do it but i just I, my own foot was in my own way all the time i was waiting on other people to rescue my vision but until i realized it was up to me to rescue my own vision so um silhouette shadows uh i'm gonna tell you guys more about the script and everything as the time um presents itself a little bit more in the october a little bit more in november range i'll give you guys the preview i'll put the trailer up but as of right now it's still in production it's still in the works and everything and it's not going to be that long it's not a full it's not going to be a full movie it's going to be a mini movie so you guys are not going to be able you don't have to worry about it like the sandcastle christmas story that was an actual full movie so the uh, silhouette shadows is coming february 7 2021 so be on the lookout for that as well and also to uh, my my new single meant to be which will also be on the silhouette shadow soundtrack um it's out right now and i just want to say i want to take this time right now to say thank you to everybody who has went and streamed my single thus far it's been up for two weeks so far and i have 41 streams of uh of of um people who has downloaded it thus far of people who has listened to it thus far and i just want to take this time out to say thank you because i was getting in it wasn't uncharted territory as far as myself but as far as my fan base and people who pay attention to me on the regular they know that i'm a poet but they don't see me put projects out there besides spoken word as far as like music they don't see me put that out there and a lot of my young following i don't and actually i put the song out there not to cater to my young following this was for more of my more mature audiences people who understand the essence of poetry who understand where it comes from and the sequence and everything the build up of everything and um and even a lot of older people don't really understand poetry like that they think it's boring they think it's this that and the third but what i wanted to do if i wanted to introduce myself musically because this is my first single uh to a lot of people of me introducing myself musically to them and with me introducing myself, I wanted to introduce who I really am. Like just like what I did when I created my uh, my my alias on social media, Poet Jahagany. Like I wanted people to know every time they say my name, they say poet first because poet was the catalyst to everything else that you see afterwards. It's the reason why I'm a better father. It's the reason why um, uh, I discovered my, my 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 personality with my serious jokes and everything. It was the catalyst. It made me feel comfortable with doing everything in my actual life itself. So um so when I created my alias, I wanted poet to be at the front before you say my name about anything before you even mention my name. So um, when I introduced myself musically, I wanted poetry to be the first thing that you get a taste of, whether you like it or whether you don't. I want I I wanted it to be the the, the 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 introduction my introduction to the world whether you know me for jokes whether you know me for motivational speeches whatever it is you know me for being a great father or uh, anything like that like whatever it is you know me for i wanted poetry to be the introduction to whatever it is like that now and I'm, of course i'm going to give you guys the music that you guys want uh i do i do a little rapping here and there if you pay attention to my social media you'll see that i do a little free i've written freestyles i don't call them freestyles because it's not fresh off the dome i actually wrote it but it's freestyles to you guys because you didn't see me while I wrote it. But anyways, <laughs> but anyways, I do a little. I, I have a little fun here and there. I don't really quote myself as being a rapper, but uh, I do have. I do like to put words together, and I'm an actual poet. So, but yeah, um, the the, the records is coming that you guys really really want out of me. But um, uh, just give me some time. Let me feed my soul first, and then I'll feed you. And um, I'm also working on the sandcastle christmas story the book which i hope will be out by christmas time this year but if it don't it's definitely will be out by the 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 the, the second move the second sandcastle christmas story which is another which is the part two to the first movie uh which will go in production probably summertime of next year um july 2000, 2021 so um yeah i actually like if you've seen the full sandcastle christmas story my movie which is still available on all my platforms right now if you um seen the whole thing all the way through you will see at the very very end in the credits that um that i'm coming out that i'm doing another sandcastle christmas story part two so if you get you if anybody who hears this if you guys are interested and want to be a part of it please let me know on my social media platforms if you're ever in the tallahassee slash jacksonville florida slash orlando area let me know and um, i'm looking for cast members right now and we're going to make this happen we're going to bring this vision to life so i just really want to just throw that out there just uh just uh just in case anybody out there want to be a part of this creativity so um yeah i look forward to doing it uh, of course i'm not going to be able to pay you <laughs> i want to make that clear 
for, for all my perfect strangers out there who want to be a part of the project, I won't be able to pay you right now. But if you guys are really, really want to be a part of a great vision that will stand the test of time and I'm claiming it, um, um, I want you guys to be a part of it. So uh, I won't be able to pay you. I, I really want to say that one, one more time. I won't be able to pay you right now. But if you guys ride with me and you help me get to that level, hopefully I'll be on like a Tyler Perry level to where I'm actually able to pay people to be a part of my project. So as of right now, I'm on a, I'm on, I'm on, I'm, on, I'm small right now and I'm working my way up to get to that level. So Rome wasn't built in a day. If you guys can help me build, we'll build a great monument together. So thank you guys so much for that. Um, the book is still in the works and, um, what else I got available? I also want to tell you guys this really, 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 really quick before I get into the podcast, the meat and potatoes of the podcast. You can get a lot. I know a lot of you guys may be thinking. I I I, I often get this question a lot um, um, on my TikTok. People always ask me like, "How you're so you're this? You're always busy. You're always posting content. You're always doing this. How are you able to come up with a lot of the stuff that you come up with?" And I just sit and I think like, I have a mind that runs like a train. And I think I'm very, very blessed because of it. Like God has really, really blessed me with a gift. I'm not bragging or anything. It's just facts. God has blessed me with a gift. And I really, 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 really think I'm doing the injustice to myself and to him, not to get too religious. I'm doing the injustice to myself and to him by not using the gift that he's given me. So if any given process and any given space or opportunity that I have to use my gift, I'm going to do it. And I also want to let you guys know that it's really not that far fetched. All you got to do is come up with a plan because every a lot can get done in a 24 hour span. I'm not sure if you guys know this, but a lot can get done. And I didn't notice this realization until I actually planned it out. Like me and my son, my son was with me, you know, every, until all the people know me personally, I have my son part time. Uh, I have my, um, he goes with his mother. She has her time and I have mine, but, um, I get a lot done. So I have to, I try to plan stuff out when I get my son every week, when I get him every week, I have a whole schedule planned for him. So my son doesn't really need an extracurricular activity because I am his extracurricular activity. I always joke with him about that all the time. Like, son, I don't really have to put you in an organized sport. Lucky for me, he doesn't really care to be in organized sports because my son is very much, um, he's very much like me. He's nerdy. He's like me. And a lot of people look at the whole nerdy thing as a negative word, but I look at it as a word of empowerment because, uh, uh there are people as well. And we, and we, and the nerds have a lot to do with what the way that society functions today, even if they don't get the credit for it. So my son is very nerdy. He's very isolated. He's very to himself, just like me. He's truly his father's son. And, um, and, and, and basically I give him a lot of extracurricular activities to do so I don't have to put him a part of an organized sport because this is what I got inside my mind, which I'm very, very blessed to have. It's going to keep him busy as well. And I'm also teaching him as well. So I am his extracurricular sport. But honestly, guys, you can get a lot done in a 24 hour span. You just have to be diligent with your plans. You have to plan it out. You have to space it out. You have to be able to know what you want and know what you want to accomplish. Create some, some, um, some, some, uh, what do they call it? What do they call it? Um, vision boards, create some vision boards around your house. I used to create sticky notes, you know, like on the show, Mary Jane being Mary Jane. Not sure if all my fellas may, may watch this, um, that, that sitcom that used to, that came out like, like a couple years ago with, um, Gabrielle Union. But Everything that she did, like with her, as far as her sticky notes around her room and stuff, I used to do that very same thing. So when I seen the show, I'm like, oh snap, she's talking about me. This is what she what she was doing. I was doing the very same thing around my house, like to remember things. And every time I would wake up in the morning, I was read those sticky notes. I put them on places that had my most attention, um, on my TV, uh, on the on the refrigerator. Even though sometimes on the refrigerator, I don't even I bypass the sticky notes. I don't even pay attention enough to look at it. The magnets, magnets don't get no attention on my refrigerator. Cause I'm just looking on, I'm only focused on what's in the refrigerator. It actually matters to me, but, um, but I used to put it on everywhere of importance that had my eyes the most that I knew had my attention the most. I would put a sticky note on top of it. And my phone wasn't even working for me because uh, I could create reminders on my phone, but I would just press snooze or I would just swipe it away. So it, it wasn't as important. So I had put it on things that I knew would get my attention. The sticky notes like tick, my TV, my everything, my son's video game system and stuff like that for him. Like I put it on, I put it everywhere inside my closet. When I look for clothes, I put a sticky note right on up there and stuff right on my ceiling where my ceiling fan is. It's, I put a sticky note up there. I put it in my, ba in my bathroom on my mirrors, put a sticky note up there. I, have, I actually have a black marker that I used to write 
uh, that I use to write. Of course, it's erasable. Uh, like it doesn't. It's not permanent marker or whatever. But uh, I have a marker that I always used to write about daily affirmations and things that I want to accomplish in the day span, uh, in a 24-hour span or whatever. Uh, on my off days or whether while I'm working or not, I, I have stuff that I will put up there uh, that I would, I would write there and I would read it. Excuse pardon me. I would read it and um. And, and, and it would help me with my daily rituals, my daily routines and stuff like that. It would help me stay focused. So hopefully this advice right there can go out there a little bit to anybody that's listening to this podcast in this moment. Hopefully they help you stay diligent with your plan, stay focused, stay, um, be a little steadfast with your approach. Don't, don't, don't fall back in the bubble. I know we're dealing with a lot with the coronavirus and the quarantine, we still quarantining and everything like that. But while you're still in the house and you and you are to yourself and especially if you have a lot of isolation to yourself you don't really have a lot of noise around you that distracts you let that quiet be loud and um and and, and get some stuff done let get some get something accomplished you will be very surprised if you wake up at a very decent time like i do I'm, my body's used to waking up very very early but if you wake up at a very decent time you will be so surprised what you can get accomplished in a 24-hour span see me i like to do videos skits or whatever whatever comes to my mind i ha- i like to plan those things out some video concepts come and spur of the moments and i get it done right then and there so i can uh capitalize on the height of the moment so so a lot of times i i kind of go off script a lot too as well but at the same time a lot of my core I go when I plan a lot of different things and it has benefited me. And it has worked for me. So if I can get this out there to help anybody out there um, be a little bit more uh, focused on their plans out there. I hope this advice works for you right now. I'm going to take a break. Oh, I didn't tell you guys the beat that you had just heard was by myself and co-produced by my son, Jay Jr. on the Cruise with the Midday Blues segment to open up the podcast. So um, me and my son, we got together um, yesterday and we created that beat. And um, and hopefully you guys like it. Actually, that's going to be the new theme for the new pot for the podcast. I'm going to add some words to it a little bit later and um, we're going to we're going to get it going. So um, as of right now, we're gonna, I'm going to take a quick break real quick. Uh, here's another Cruise with the Midday Blues break um, by Nitri goes by show me your soul and if you've been if you're used to my podcast you know about this song go support her who tf is nitri on all social media platforms go check her out on this new break on this cruise with midday blues break and when i come back we're gonna dive straight into the topic guys thank you guys so much for tuning back in with me i'll see you momentarily nights like this memories resurface this privileged tendency makes it worth it the fact that it's giving me is perfect Yeah, it's perfect But what I said, I take it back like a long time ago Back when I broke your heart and now it's burning cold Heard that you got a new flame, but you already know What's hotter though? Show me your soul Sometimes, at times, I take the feel, but I know, yeah, I know. 
Hello guys and welcome back to the Let's Feast Food for Thought podcast. Now on the cruise for the midday blues break once again, that artist goes by the name of Nitri. And you can find her on all her social media handles called Who TF is Nitri. And the song you just heard is called Show Me Your Soul. It's available on all streaming platforms, all music platforms that you can find. Music, title, Apple, <laughs> Pears, not this plan. <laughs> Anywhere that you can find music, man, you can find that single. So go support her. She's a very good artist. And um and she's just getting started. So uh, without further ado, let's get to the meat potatoes and may the food that I serve be nourishment for your soul. Now, the title of today's podcast I would like to call The Threading of the Heart's Sleeve. And um basically what this Basically, how I got the inspiration from the title is you always hear people say, uh, I wear my heart on my sleeve. Uh, he wears heart on the sleeve. She wear her heart on her sleeve. Like um, if you're deep into astrology, you hear a lot about it with zodiac signs and everything like that. And I don't really get that deep with zodiac signs. But but um, I know about that saying because I've been raised around people saying it all the time. And even from my own personal experience, everyone always said that they wear their heart on their sleeves or whatever. Some people say it in fashionable ways. Some people say it because they really, really mean it and stuff like that. But what I want to go, what I want to dive more into on today's podcast is. I want to talk about the threading of the heart's sleeve, like the beginning stages on before that thre- before that sleeve became about what were the beginning stages on 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 that heart uh, on that heart being worn on the sleeve? Like what were the beginning stages? What were the behind the clothes, the behind scenes on why somebody should feel so compelled to wear their feelings on his sleeve? Why? What was the beginning stages like? Why? What that experience was? What did that person actually go through to to wear their feelings on his sleeve so much? A lot of people will say that you are born like that, and a lot of people are created like that due to life circumstances that are thrown their way. And let me give you an example. Like, and I'm diving a little bit into my parenting here, but um, I just most recently uh, get, uh purchased my son a phone like um a, a couple of months ago. Like, it's still kind of new, but it's not that new. But I purchased my son a phone, right? And he's in the... <laughs> how can I say this? He's starting to like girls. You know what I mean? He's 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 getting a little bit out there and stuff like that. Uh, he calls himself having him a little girlfriend. I told him he can't date until he's 16. But you will just see how that goes or whatever. Between Hopefully, um, communication between me and his mother stays tight as it is. So, therefore, we can, we can implement these rules and we can see what's going on with that. But... Um, I can't stop. I can't stop him from being tempted and I can't stop women from being tempted by him or whatever it is like that. We were all like us. I know it's a lot of grown men that may be listening to this right now. We were all little boys at a, at a point in time in our lives and we knew exactly what we were feeling. He's going through puberty. He's going through a lot of things that he's not really familiar with. And, and I'm as his father, I have these questions. I mean, I have these answers for him that he may be possibly looking for. But anyways, he has a phone, right? So he was talking to his little girlfriend or whatever, a little girl that like him, uh, I don't know, puppy love, whatever you want to call it. Uh, he was talking to a little girl and everything. And actually he and I, I went, you know me as a parent, I go through his phone and stuff. I need to make sure ain't no scammers out there sending messages and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So basically I'm very much over his phone because I paid a bill. So I'm definitely over it. <laughs> it's basically my phone. I, I tell him it's my phone. I just lend it to you. You know what I mean? So you can put your contacts in there, but just know that I have anytime I want it, I can come get it. You know what I mean? So just to let him know not to get too comfortable until he's able to pay his own bills. But anyways, um, I went to his phone right and i loaded up one of the conversations with um uh, one of his girl with, with, with that girl uh, who shall remain nameless of course we're talking about kids here but um but um i seen i, I didn't see anything out of the ordinary but what i seen was what i want to highlight is my son is very very 
he's very uh, much a romantic young man. <laughs> I can say he's very much he's truly his his father's son, man. And I just see so many things in myself that I see through him. And it's just uh, it almost scared me. Right. And of course, like I said, this is truly puppy like puppy stages and stuff. And I'm so thankful because at, at, at the age that my son is and, uh, and the new generation, a lot of kids are growing up to to where they're ex- like a young adults like and it, and it's scary it's like it's really really scary so although i wasn't really pleased with um um with what i seen i also um breathed a sigh of relief because it's truly truly kid stuff like what are you doing uh i can't wait to see you when are you starting school back and can't wait to see what are you wearing on your first day to school like stuff like that and and and, and you want to hang out you want to play tetris you want to play fortnite it's it's totally pg and stuff like that so i built a side relief and plus i know and and i'm staying on them because it may not be pg forever but i'm, I'm definitely staying on them but i want i'm not going to revoke him as long as he played as long as he continued to do good and he's a good kid at heart so but anyways what i want to say is he's very much a sensitive guy and this has to be molded in the right direction. And the, one, the, the main reason why I wanted to bring this topic up is because that as young men, especially if young black men, if I could just cater to that um, our audience for a second, especially young black men, especially if you're from poverty, if you're from the hood. My son is not from poverty. He's not from the hood or anything. So I thank God for blessing me that he's not being raised in that environment to where he has to know what that lifestyle is like. But he could live vicariously through me, through my experiences, because I'm raised in poverty. I'm raised from the hood or whatever you want to call it. So growing up in poverty, as a young man, young black man at that, you're taught to be tough, be the tough guy. You're taught to like whatever feeling that you feel, you got to disguise that because if anybody of any of your comrades see you or any of anybody around you, your allies, your friends or anybody see you that's wrong in the same circumstances as you, they look at that as a weakness. So as a young black man or uh, uh, things of that nature, you are uh, you have to learn how to shield before you learn how to protect what's yours. You have to shield it like in a way like not shield as far as protecting it, but shield it as far as like. Uh, it's like forgetting about it. You got you got to like erase it out of your erase it out of your memory database. You got to erase it because everyone around you is not uh, compliment is not a compliment to what you're feeling and everything like that. So if you have a genuine feeling about anything about natural feelings that men feel at a young age in poverty you have to get, erase that otherwise you're going to get looked at as a weakness and people are going to come bully you and or if they don't bully you they pick on you they just stand the third or whatever and they just make fun of you and stuff so what kid wants to deal with that experience so when i seen that from my son's phone i was just like oh my god i have to guide this i have to be able to he's truly his father's son and lucky for me i was raised around ogs like um like i wasn't born with a father in my life oh well, of course i was born with a father in my life what where did that come from i wasn't my father wasn't around. My biological father wasn't around. But lucky for me, I had not only had um, boy cousins that I was raised around. Um, I was also raised in a neighborhood where it was a lot of OGs who wasn't selfish with information. Now, a lot of them, I come to know that a lot of them probably said a lot of things just to sound good and educated. But at the time, I was young and naive. So it meant a lot to me. So that information that I was trying to obtain to know, especially because I that, that, that void was a lot bigger for me because my father wasn't around and I was seeking some of that guidance from these from these older males and these OGs. Uh, they may have been a little swaggy, may have had a lot, um, they was fashionable, but a lot of them was very stern. A lot of them was a lot, mu- very much old school and they gave it to me straight. They let me know about what was around the corner before I got there and I valued that information so, so much, especially at a young age, especially because I was craving it. So, um, so for me, I'm the I'm probably uh, an exception to the rule because I had those circumstances around me. But a lot of the young black boys around everywhere don't have these individuals, especially if they're older. They don't have them pouring game inside of them. So and so it's a lot of young black boys that probably have genuine feelings for women, whatever like that. Maybe not not simping or anything because I know it's a, it's a lot of men that tell you these young teaching these young kings to be simps. No, but what at the same time, if your son is like this, if your son has a genuine feeling for a woman, are you going to corrupt that? I want to talk to my men real quick, like my fathers, who especially um listening to this podcast right now. If your son or sons plural 
um, have genuine feelings for women or whatever. They really want to do the right thing or whatever. They may see you or whatever. Uh, maybe they see you at like that towards their mother. Maybe you're married to their mother. Maybe you're, uh, maybe she's just your, your your son's mother, baby mama. For a lot of people, may, what me, a lot of people may call it. Maybe they see it as that, but. Um, maybe they want to, if they see it, if they don't see that, um, on a consistent basis every day, maybe they want to be the opposite. Maybe they want to actually grow up and treat women the right way or whatever. You as a father, are you going to corrupt that feeling because that's your son and you want to teach your son how to be a pimp? You want to teach your son how to basically, um, um, have his way with women? Like what I'm saying is if your son has these natural feelings for women, don't corrupt it. Like, 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 experience, like, we all, we all know about the saying, experience, a life is the, um, is, a life is the best experience, you get the best experience through life, you get the best experience through life, so, whether your son, you don't have, of course I want you to teach them, of course, you're a father, I'm, I'm not trying to, I'm like, I'm still trying to figure things out myself, so I'm not trying to teach you how to raise your own kids, but at the same time, fathers out there, to all my fathers, from father to father, if your son has these genuine feelings for women or whatever, are you going to corrupt that because of the environment that they're around and you want to teach them about what women do instead of, uh, instead of them learning on their own? I think what we need to do as men, if I can give any other father out there some advice, um, and plus I don't have it all figured out, but if I can give you any type of advice is uh, to give them an advice that they need to hear for their age at the moment whatever that mentality is in their life give them the advice that suits that moment you don't have to um raise them before they're ready you know what i mean if their kids come with these questions these inquisitive questions that you're probably not ready to answer as a father it's your job to answer those questions to the best of your ability like try to try to try to try to sanction it as much as you can but at the same time like like like, like don't try to spare them of what they may need to know, depending on their mentality level. Like my son is very much innocent. Like he's, I ain't gonna say innocent all the way because he lives in, we, come on now, I'll be naive to think that. But he he has the heart of an innocent child. Like he still loves things um, for how they present themselves in the purest form. He still don't understand what hate is. He don't understand what racism is. Even when I explain it to him, like he still don't get it. So it's like, I present my information based on his mentality level. Like, I'm not trying to raise him far ahead of his time until I know that he's ready. Like, and my son has done a lot, has made it a lot of great strides because it's a lot of things, as of right now, he's 12. It's a lot of things right now that I didn't expect for him to come and ask me as of yet. And he has came to me and asked me certain questions and stuff that shall remain between the both of us. But he has came to me and he has asked me. And I think, and I thank him for having that trust in me. And I thank God for allowing him to put that on his heart for him to trust his father with this type of information. Because I really, really value it. And he knows it's not going nowhere. But I just wanted to throw the, throw the topic out there for a lot of fathers around the world uh, who have young kings and young sons. And it's not just black. Like, I only dedicated it to black because for the most, from my experience, I'm just only basically speaking of my experience. We really receive it the most for the most part, especially when it comes to society and what we see on TV. As a young black man, growing up to be young um, black men, um, we're taught to hide our feelings. We can't display nothing. And a lot of times women cater, especially when you get older, a lot of women cater towards the guy, the bad boy, the guy that that, that, that doesn't do right by the woman, that leaves women on a wild goose chase or whatever like that. A lot of women cater towards that, but a lot of us are lost out here. So what I want to tell you guys from father to father, if you're listening right now, I know I keep saying the same thing. I just want to really emphasize this point. If you are a father out there and you really, really value your children, which I know that you do, which was a crazy thing for me to say. If you really, really value the information between you and your sons or whatever, if your sons have this genuine feeling towards women, please try your best not to corrupt it, regardless on what you're going through with that mother. Whether you're still together with their mother, whether you're not, especially if you're not, I'm really talking to the, the men who are not together with those mothers anymore. And your son have these feelings about women or whatever like that, and he really wants to explore it whatever because he's going to explore it anyway whether you teach him or not somebody's going to teach him so i bet i i hope that it's you i would hope for your sake that it's you that teach him these lessons and he take it he taking a stride and he does what he can do to kind of to kind of like make your name look good try to make make the legacy look good but um if he has these feelings for women like as far as like wanting to be uh, um, um, the, 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 what we see a lot in fairy tales with these women and stuff like that, because he's going to, he's going to get influenced in the wrong way in a way. So I hope that your voice is a lot louder than society's voice. And I try to pride myself 
or my voice, no matter what society throws to my son, I pride myself on my voice being the loudest. Like, not all the time am I successful because I see a lot of things that my son doesn't do that I really, really would advise for him to do. But that's we're going to um, charge that to the game and we're going to call that learning curves. And those are things. And he also have to find his way. So, of course, I'm here to lead him. I'm here to guide him. I'm here to correct him if he's wrong or whatever. But at the same time, I have to loosen my grip a little bit and let him figure it out on his own but as of right now he's 12 so it like he's, he's still figuring it out and he has these questions here and there but to all my fathers i'm gonna say this one more time and then i'm gonna close it to all my fathers out there if you're young men if you're young kings around the world especially if you're black like your young kings they have these fellas for genuine fellas for women they really love women they they they, they really value them they look at them as queens and princesses or whatever you want to call it don't try to corrupt corrupt that message please don't corrupt that. Don't corrupt what they feel because society is already going to do that. All you got to do is cut on the television and they'll be able to see it in, in its entirety. You won't even have to do anything. If you just let the television raise your kids, they'll do it. They'll, 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 they want them anyway. So, so what my advice to you, sir, uh, um, uh, men across, across the world from father to father, if I can give you any advice, please don't try to corrupt the feeling that they feel naturally and let the, um, let the thread of the heart sleeve be natural in its essence, right? Don't corrupt the thread from the heart sleeve. Like that's how it's being created. That's that's what's being created. Before he learned how to wear his heart on his sleeve, teach him what to do with it. Teach him how to guide it. Like let him learn from the mistakes that you made. Like I tell my son this all the time. Like listen, whatever it is that I'm going through with women or whatever it is like that you see me go through, it's because, and I'm being a little bit more vocal about it now because he's a little older, he's almost a teenager. So I'm a little bit more vocal than I used to be when he was a lot younger. I say, man, I want to show you this. I want to not show you as far as directly like what I'm doing with them or anything like that. But the lessons that I'm learning from these women that I'm encounter with, that I'm in relationships with or anything like that, platonic, whatever it is that I'm learning, because he's a sponge. He's around me a lot. So he's going to see a lot of things that I do. So I tell him, man, if a lot of things that you see negative that you don't agree with, guess what, man? Just because I did it don't mean you got to do it. I know you. I know I'm your I'm your dad and you take a lot of lessons from me and you look up to me. But also understand that you have to embrace your own individuality. So I'm, I'm so unselfish when it comes to that. Like I'm selfish, but I'm unselfish when I have to be. You know what I mean? And I know that I, my son may take a lot of things that I do and he may apply it to his own life. So I have to tell him, I have to keep being vocal about it. I'm like, look, son, just because daddy made this decision don't mean you got to do it. Like, you are your own person. I, I respect the fact that you look up to me and you and you love me. That's what I'm here for. That lets me know that I'm doing a great job with raising you. But at the same time, dude, at the one day, you're going to have to come into your own. And understand that whatever it is that I'm going through that you don't agree with, guess what? You don't have to go through that. And understand me when I say that. Please believe me when I say that, man. So uh, hopefully this advice... Please don't interrupt the threading of, 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 the, of the heart sleeve, guys. Remember what your grandma used to do? For, I'm speaking to a lot of my older generations. What your grandmothers are, or women in the neighborhood used to do used to be threading a lot of clothes and stuff. A lot of us was raised with a lot of clothes that was threaded by our grandmothers and stuff like that. Imagine what they were doing when they were sitting in that rocking chair. I know we see it a lot on TV. And that rocking chair, they took their time. They took their precious time with it. If your son feels that way about having genuine feelings for these women out there, don't corrupt that feeling. Let it mold itself gracefully and you give your and you give your lessons uh according to the mentality of the molding of, of the threading of the heart sleeve okay because once that heart is being worn on the sleeve it's nothing you can do about it but what you can do while it's being threaded while it's being created you can try to help mold it into a uh, 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 according to what the mentality is at that moment of your child, okay? So let's try to not uh, keep raising men to be, to feel naive towards women, and, and then that's where race comes in. That's where 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 where, where all this sexism and stuff like that comes into play and stuff like that all that stuff is going to happen naturally and if your kid feels that way once they get older let that be because that's what they experience naturally whatever because they're going to have questions anyway but what i'm trying to tell you is don't corrupt that natural feeling uh, of what they feel at that moment don't corrupt it don't don't taint that let them let them feel what they want to feel man if you have a sensitive son and he loves and loves women for what they are he called them queens just that and the third let him be let him have that. Let him have that. May that not, may not be in the, been your experience, but we should be wanting better for our children anyway to begin with. So let's try to do better as fathers out here. And I'm taking my own lessons as I speak. 
Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Let's Feast Food for Thought podcast. When I come back, I got another cruise for the Midday Blues break. And I actually you're going to hear a word from my sponsor, too. And when I come back, I got the series joke of the day. Then after that, I got the dessert topping of the day. Thank you guys so much for coming back to me. And um, I'll see you guys momentarily. Time for another cruise for the Midday Blues break. Thank you so much. Jordans, I don't even see the floors. I can see when you're in the lead, but seen point spreads blown. So I'ma run up the score just to let the facts known. I ain't letting up. Fuck the small talk. Tell them that to you. $5,100 bills to make it double up. Self gratification and material wishes. If nothing lasts forever, at least you got to witness me with it. Edifying my spirit, pursuing God like ways. Often gaze at the stars in the days when I blaze. Looking back to be honest, when I had no money to save, then I look back in my pockets like grandma. You need your safe. So many tears to soothe the pain. Though it's still there. So for me to fail is a fault. I just couldn't bear. Pedigree is rare. Cut from a cup, they couldn't tell. Polish the mud off my name until it start to clear. The root of evil, being broken, hopeless. Unapologetic for my success. I expect commotion. Grind illegal, but we still like fuck the rules. Chess boy mind keeps me ahead by cover moves. They like it when I talk my shit inspires motivation. Life is a bitch or a queen. Depends on what you make her. Say my flow is clever, and I got enough flames to build a bank and hate his belly hand on the devil. Get full of flow like a river current and currently currency got me currently flowing well and looking better. Changing the weather on the scene when we come together. Yeah. I went and Say you ain't no flow. Say you ain't no I've been getting flow on the low. I've been seeing dope. Pray I never fold like a fellow flow. I've been getting blow on the low. I've been seeing dope. Pray I never fold that could fellow flow. Look, I've been getting blowed on the low. I've been seeing dope. Trying to find a couple ways to put my people alone. You know the winters get cold, so may we never starve. May our words stay solid and ties never part. Bless us with discretion when we ball guys. Bless us with protection from a false child. Fill a presidential behind tinted windows and gutted guys. Plotting to pull a heist as big as the mall. So fuck with that time mind. If the topic ain't paper, drink it in the pile just to spend it all later. Water flows through me like wind through the trees. Quenches my thirst in dire need. Turn yellow leaves back to green. Change it through seasons, kills my clean. My contaminated product from evergreen. You left your tracks all through my scene. Ungrip my valves, let me breathe. Here I am, wandering free down a lonely stream, full of peace. Wrinkles come from friends of fleece. Targets my dreams from the crease. All your might, so help you God. H2O, I'm camouflaged. Mass perception, dream facade. Even bullets through the odds. Graham. Flow like water, continue to submerge below all the haters. Continue to fully camouflage yourself around anybody that's impervious to your growth. Continue to make yourself be evident. I am Poet Jahogany. Thank you. Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Let's Feast Food for Thought podcast. And you know what time it is, right? Time for another serious joke. Don't forget to laugh. I ain't did one of these in a while, man. <laughs> but I'm back, guys. Now, check it. Let me, get, let me dive straight to it. Have you ever seen somebody with a fresh-ass outfit on and he broke 
<laughs> like a broke motherfucker, like with a pocket full of lint. Like, you know what I'm saying? You ask them to hold something, you ain't, they ain't pulling out nothing but motherfucking cotton from fruit of the loom. Get the fuck out of here, man. But anyways, <laughs> let me got let me tell you guys a little bit of story, uh, a little story, man. So I had this friend of mine, right? Some time ago, it was a few years ago. I had this friend of mine, right? Um, who I let to come live with me he had just got out of jail. You know, man, you know, they always have the motherfucking sob stories and shit all the time, man. As soon as they get out of jail and shit, man, you know me, man. I need somebody to come lay, so we'll come lay my head for a second so, I, so, so I'm able to spell able and shit. Fuck out of here. But, anyways, he was my boy, so I looked out for him. So, um, as soon as he got out, you know what I'm saying? I met up with him and everything like that. He came to the house and everything like that. Now he my boy, me and him go like a Cadillac with four flats. Now it's all my old school folk, all my old school folk out there. They pretty much know where I'm going with that. Like listen, we go back for a while, man. We we you know what I'm saying? So I let him I let him hold the keys to my my crib, you know what I'm saying, while I went to work and stuff. I thought by him seeing me get up to go to work every day was gonna fucking benefit him, like to get his shit together. But I guess he figured since I was already working hard and he had seniority with me, he didn't have to do shit. <laughs> he didn't have to do shit. So, but I let him hold the keys to my car, my crib. Whatever, not my car, but I let him hold the keys to my crib. And uh, every time I would go to work, he'll be at the house and trying to come up with a plan on how to fucking stay lazy, I guess. But I well, I thought he was coming up with a plan on how he gonna get some resumes and how he gonna figure it out. I was putting in words from motherfuckers that I knew to try to get him a job so he can get back on his own feet. None of this shit worked, bro. He was just so comfortable being lazy as fuck. So, anyways, I didn't, I didn't have no money laying around my house or nothing. But I trust him because he was my friend. You know what I'm saying? I'm still thinking like back in the G, like when we had each other back. So I'm still, I still got the mentality of what uh, of us being grown ass men. Now, not knowing what he don't learn in the joint, not learning none of that shit about what's going on now and anything like that. So I like, like. He, I, I left a lot of shit out, but it wasn't money or anything. I left a lot of shit out. A lot of nice shit. Clothes, shoes, and shit like that. I did not think twice that this motherfucker was a ghost snooping around him. My shit. You know what I'm saying? He was already eating up all my motherfucking Golden Grand. You know, Golden Grand's my favorite cereal. He was already eating up everything on in the fucking house and shit. And I got to feed two mouths and shit. But I was doing it out of seniority because this was my homeboy. And he ain't had nowhere else to go. So anyways, so I went to work. I'd be putting in 12, 13, 14 hours a day. You know, shit like that. You know, all my hard workers out there know the deal. So, I'll, but every time I'm about to get ready to come home. I always take a stop at the corner store to probably get me a pack a pack of beers or something like that. Had a hard day at work, need to decompress. You know what I'm saying? Need to relax. Need to meditate. <laughs> I need to oh, and meditate with some Jack Daniels. <laughs> need to meditate with a little bit of motherfucking go gray goose or some shit like that. But anyways, <laughs> but anyways, uh, every time I would stop there, I was always I always always see dudes on the corner and shit like that, hanging out and shit like that. Guess who I see? I end up seeing my friend <laughs> on the motherfucking corner out there just doing his thing and everything like that. And guess what else I see? I see my whole fucking outfit on his ass from the motherfucking hat to the goddamn shirt to the motherfucking shorts. To <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised. I, I probably wouldn't be surprised if he had on my damn boxes and shit like that. But he wasn't sagging. So I guess he wanted to stay in disguise a little bit. But anyways, and he had on my fucking shoes. So he had on my Concours, man. He had on my Jordan Concours, bro, the Space Jams. Bro, you don't do shit like that. Niggas get killed by Jordans, man. You don't fuck around and play like that, man. Hell wrong with you, man. But anyways... He didn't see me for a second because I was still in my car. I was still in my car and everything. I was at a distance, so he didn't see me. So he was up there shoot, shooting dice, doing what the fuck he do or whatever. I guess he's trying to make a come up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, or what I like to call it, trying to find out a first way ticket to get back to jail. Because <laughs> as soon as the police pull up on you, dog, <laughs> you, you, you're going back, bro. And I ain't bonding. You ain't, your ass ain't getting bonded out by me, man. Your motherfucker, your ass got out from your own circumstances the first time around. You're getting out on your own circumstances the next time if you go back, dumb motherfucker. But, anyways. So I end up pulling up on him. I end up sending him at the corner store, whatever like that. Walked up on him. You know, he acting all surprised and shit. You know, the, I like to call it the black interaction. The, ah, <laughs> what's up, bro? All that fake shit. You know what I'm saying? You can see what's real and you can see what's fake. But this definitely was a fake interaction. You know, I call it the black. Ah, what's happening, bro? What's going on? Bro? <laughs> see ya. All that other dumb shit and stuff like that. And you could tell he was fake because he kept looking out the side of his eye to see if his homeboys was looking at him and shit. <laughs> but anyways, so I guess he was losing. 
they was playing dice, they was shooting dice and shit, I guess he was losing, because when he, immediately when he see me, I'm still in uniform and everything, I ain't even made it to the house yet, I just seen his ass in the corner store, so as soon as he seen me, he came and whispered in my ear, pulled me to the side, you know how some dudes do, they want to tell you something secret and shit, they don't want all their homeboys to know, they already living a loud life, doing everything dumb, but then they want to pull you to the side and tell a secret, motherfucker, and all the secrets that you've been trying to hide all your fucking life is out there in the open, because you got caught because of it, dumb motherfucker, but anyways, <laughs> He pulled me to the side and told me, he said, hey, bro, let me hold $2. Let you hold $2? You sitting right there with almost $300 worth of clothes on, and you asking me for two fucking dollars, man? The fuck wrong with you, man? <laughs> you supposed to be trying to get your shit together, get a job interview, so you could actually go and get your own fucking money, man. I've been putting, I'm been out here putting in the word for you, been doing everything that I need to do, man. And your ass ain't even working for your damn self. You sitting here on the corner while I'm working, I'm working overtime. Not only working, not only am I working overtime on my job, putting in 12, 13, 14 hours a day, I'm working extra overtime because I'm trying to look out for you. And guess what you're not doing? Looking out for your motherfucking self, bitch. You ain't looking out for your fucking self. The hell is you talking about, man? So you ain't even been, you ain't put in one job application. You sitting here on the corner shooting dice with a whole bunch of bums. <laughs> well, everybody's still living home with their mama, man. You can't get no motivation for none of these niggas, man. Fuck is you talking about, man? He's talking about, let me hold $2. Man, I looked at his ass. I looked at this stupid ass, man. I looked at my outfit. It looked so fucking clean and crispy. Just got it out the cleanest of shit. I only wore them damn Concords two times, man. He got wrinkles all in the shit. You know they done when you get a crease in them bitches. Only creases that I like is creases in my motherfucking jeans, bro. I don't like creases in my shoes, bro. Once they got creases in my shoes, bro, you can have them bitches. But anyways, I seen them creases in my shoes man i looked at his ass up and down i say man you look like a fresh broke motherfucker man i see you at the house man i ain't giving you no fucking money man and hey, go and pack your shit when you get out my motherfucking crib all right guys that's the series <laughs> that's enough for the series joke for the day i got more for you coming again next week all right guys we finna get back to the podcast thank you guys so much for visiting me again let's go Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Let's Feast Food for Thought podcast. And you know I couldn't let you guys leave without the dessert topping of the day. Now, the dessert topping of this week is make sure your quiet stays loud. Okay, what we're dealing with now, and especially in society right now, we're dealing with a lot of things that are creating a lot of unnecessary noise around us. Now, it's a lot of things that are very much needs to catch our attention as far as like the injustices that's going on in society nowadays what's going on like everything that's going on out there that's the stuff that really needs to catch our attention that we really need to focus on but i want to just cater to a lot of the things that in this in this topic of the podcast um of the things that really don't deserve our attention that we're giving a lot of clout and a lot of attention to our eyeballs are steadily on this stuff and we need to be a little bit more mindful of the things that we need to really, really pay attention to like the, the like being all in other people's business or caring about what they doing on these famous TV shows and stuff like that. When you got a lot of turmoil going on in your own life and your own family and stuff like that. And a lot of people project a lot of people project their feelings through what they see on social media so it can help them hide what they're dealing with on a personal level. And that's a level of healing. But at what point will you stop? There's a lot of people that get so, so caught up in other people's lives to the point to where they take on their lives and they forget about theirs. They forget about everything that they got going on in theirs, their own baggage and relationships they need to mend. So what I want to tell you right now is make sure your quiet stays loud with things that are not creating unnecessary noise like make sure you're meditating make sure you are healing yourself finding a way to heal yourself confide in somebody that you can actually tell your secrets to or whatever and i know a lot of this a lot of times this stuff can be very very draining to a lot of us and a lot of us don't like to tell our per- deep personal stuff to a lot of different people that's why i said you confide in somebody so you that you trust and i know a lot of this stuff is entertaining and it makes a, a lot of us laugh and i'm a person that likes to laugh here and there uh i tell my serious jokes here and there and i like to make people laugh and of course it heals me as well but at the same time it's it's medicine for me 
and 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 I can find I'm not all in everybody else's business. I don't really care too much about because I got a lot going on myself, and I'm not trying to point the finger to nobody. So if I can tell you guys in any given moment to make sure your quiet stays loud with things that so you can hear yourself think. My mom used to say that all the time growing up. Like like she used to turn the music down all the time. She say, you know what? I need to hear myself think. I'm like, and I'm me growing up thinking. I'm like. Why you need to turn down music to hear yourself think? You can think inside your mind with stuff playing around you, but it's like hearing it clearly. It's like hearing yourself think clearly. You can hear you. You can still. You can still be able to tune stuff out and think, but you need to. You need that channel to be heard clearly. You need to be the signals and everything. You need to be able to understand everything of what's going on, whatever God is allowing you to think about in that moment of solitude or whatever, and being by yourself, isolation or whatever. You need to be able to hear that very, very clear. So, what I would advise for you guys to do is to make sure. You're quiet. It's like whatever you do to get isolation. So therefore, you can hear yourself think. So therefore, you can become um, all that you need to be in today's society for your family, for anybody that looks up to you, any, uh, even for your own mental health. Like make sure the quiet just stay loud, guys. Make sure your quiet is more louder than the noise on the outside. That's all I ask of you guys. That's pretty much it for the Let's Feast Food for Thought podcast episode. It's episode number 36. I'm almost at a thousand plays. I thank you guys so very much for helping me reach that milestone. I haven't got there yet, but I'm pretty, I'm claiming it. I'm going to get there. And it's all because of you guys. I have a couple more projects that's coming out right now. I got one com- coming out called Big Macking. Now another duet with my son, and uh, this one I really think that this is it's a it's a serious joke video, it's a, a comedy sketch. I'm pretty sure you guys are really really going to get a laugh out of this one, and um and I think you guys are really going to enjoy it, like pretty much man for the most part man. I just really really thank you guys for all your support, and I'm gonna close this evening's podcast out with my song meant to be. Thank you to everybody who has went to stream it thus far. I have 41 streams and counting, and that's a lot of numbers from a guy that started with no approved audience with nobody who would no one in anything all that thing i had in my j cole voice was a dollar in a dream and how to actually i don't think i even had a dollar to be honest with you <laughs> i think i just had a dream let's just be honest man a lot of us just start with a dream we ain't got no dollar like but anyway so i think even j cole was even a little bit more ahead of me because i just had a dream i ain't had no money but anyways um, I'm going to end this evening's podcast with my song Meant to Be. It's a poetic song that's coming out on, that's going to be on the soundtrack of my next movie that's coming out February 7, 2021 called Silhouette Shadows. And um, thank you guys so much for all your support and everything that you do. You guys are so amazing. I can't count the ways on how many, it's Tony Braxton had a song back in the early 90s called uh, Let Me Count the Ways. I don't know if that's the name of the song. Uh, how many ways? I think it's called How Many Ways. How many ways? I can't. I can't count how many ways. I how much appreciative I am of all of my following people who follow me on a consistent basis. You guys are amazing, and I really, really appreciate you. And this is only the beginning, so keep riding with me, and I'm gonna keep bringing the content to you. So, all to all my current listeners, all my consistent listeners, you know how I close out every last one of my podcasts. If you've been with me for a while, and if you know it. Feel free to say it along. If you ever hear your stomach growl because you're hungry and you're looking for somewhere to put some food in your stomach, make sure you take a stop here on the Let's Feast Food for Thought podcast because I got some more food for you. And that includes leftovers. Don't forget to leave a tip. Bon appetit. And there's your dessert. Thank you guys so, so much. Once again, episode 36 is in the it's in the bag now. We can cash this out. We can send it out to everybody now. Please don't return the sender. <laughs> Wait, it's in the bag now. Thank you guys so much for all your support. Meant to go go stream my song Meant to Be. Go look at all my my content on all my social media platforms. Tell me what you think. Leave some comments. Saying Castle Christmas Story book coming soon. Uh, Silhouette Shadows coming soon. Everything is coming soon, guys. I'm always working. So thank you guys so much. And with that being said, I see you guys next week, episode number 37. Appreciate you. Love you. Bon appetit, guys.
clock struck midnight. Midnight. Been happy ever since. Couldn't stay just a frog. Cause I turned into your prince. Home was my lily. With the water all around. There, 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 then I jumped to your shore. <laughs> Lacking ambition. Mm-hmm. What was wrong with me? Crazy. My mind was so remiss. Wow, wow. Till you came into my life. Yes. And gave me a kiss. Place of me, no one else. 